You are now listening to My Feelings Are More Important Than Yours. What I'm realizing now is that it's so easy for me to let go. It doesn't take much for me to analyze the situation and completely and utterly move on from it. And sometimes it would take me a while to, you know, move on completely, but I do it. And I believe it's such a beautiful thing to be able to feel so much and take in so much and then not be able to hold it in anymore then you have to release it you have to let it go and I realized that it became easier for me and I'm happier now that I can do it because I couldn't do it before when I was younger It was hard for me to let go of anger. And I think that's my number one thing is that I always have anger and I'm always gonna be angry. And I'm not, I'm okay with it, but I'm not okay with the idea of always being angry. I I wanna be at a place where I don't have to be that way anymore. But when I was younger, it was, it was very immense. It was bigger than me. The anger and the, the, the melancholy feelings that I had, it was much bigger than me. And there was only one way for me to do it. I would have to change. And then I always thought about, what does that mean to change? Like, what does it mean to be a different person? Or not even be a different person, just evolve into a new person. I didn't, I didn't understand that, and I didn't believe that people can do that. And the reason why I believe I couldn't do it is because, you know, you think that when something happens to a person, something very tragic and something very monumental to their life, you think that that would make that person wake up from whatever, you know, fantasy they've been living in for the longest time and I realized that it's it didn't happen I mean it didn't happen for my father when he was you know locked up and got you know put in jail and I thought like you know maybe you know this is it he's gonna be different he's probably gonna be I don't know how he's gonna be or who he's gonna be but it's definitely not the same person. He's not going to be that same person he was to us. And I was kind of kind of relieved that it happened to him because I really believed it was going to help him. And then when he came back and when he was let go, he wasn't, he didn't change. He was still the same person. And 
that's when I started believing that, you know, people don't change. People don't, I don't know, people don't become different people when they want to. Like, they don't evolve into another person. And that's when I believed that it wasn't real. And so that's why I, didn't, I never did it. That's why I never changed. But I knew I've always asked for it. I always asked, you know, a higher power or God or whoever. You know, I would always mentally wish to be, you know, in a better place when I was younger. And I just kept asking for it and asking for it and asking for it. And then I got it. And when I did, it was really... scary. I didn't I didn't know what to do when it happened to me. And I'm hoping that well I was hoping that it was gonna be good for me, this this change. And I don't wanna beat around it, but I had this really Probably minuscule thing happened to me, and it happens to most people. Like where you meet someone, and you have very high hopes of being with this person and loving on this person and sharing a house and maybe having kids, getting married, having a dog, you know, growing old together. You have that in your head when you see this person. You see this whole life in them. And and that's what I saw. I saw this whole life within him. And, and I think that was my problem, was trying to find or make or build a home within him instead of doing that within me first. And when I did that, I realized that there were things that I wasn't able to give to him, things that I should have been able to give to him easily because I loved him and I wanted nothing more than to be with him. So it should be easy. You'd think it would be easy. And when I was ready to, you know, do those things, like hold him or, you know, tell him I loved him, or even just confess to everything that's bothered me. Because I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to tell him that I was in pain. I wasn't able to tell him that I'm, I was suffering from this, this anxiety of my future. I was dealing with this depression because of my past. But then I had this hopefulness, this joy within me for the present and what was going on between us. And I saw that, you know, we could be something else. And maybe, and I believed that maybe I could change 
for him. And that's why I was wrong. It's like, why are you thinking about changing for him when you should have been thinking about changing for yourself first? And then maybe if everything is right, if the stars align, or maybe you guys would be able to be together. So I went through all of that, and then it pained me to know that, you know, it didn't work out. And I blamed him, I blamed myself, I blamed God, I blamed my mother, my father, everyone. I believe that everyone let me down to my one chance to happiness. Not knowing that him leaving was the beginning of my happiness. And once that happened, you know, it took me a while obviously to get over it and to move on. But it helped me write a whole new book about it. And it's it's not the book you think that, oh, it's about a breakup. It's, it's more about that. It's more about me getting to a place that I, I need to be. And that place is being completely and fully enough for myself. Not needing someone to make me happy, not needing someone to, you know, tell me that I'm beautiful or tell me that, you know, I'm important. I I do those things for myself. And I think that's the place that I needed to get to. And I think that's the place we all need to get to. We all need to be in a place where we don't depend on people to make us happy because then we're just setting ourselves up for disappointment. We're setting ourselves up to be let down because someone didn't do what we wanted them to do. And that's not fair to them because what if they're not capable of? And I realized that he wasn't capable of doing things for me either. It wasn't just me not being capable. You know, if he was, you know, loved the way he was supposed to be loved, he wouldn't treated himself the way he treated himself. If he was protected watched over and if he had someone like that he wouldn't he would be able to be more that person to me and the same goes for myself if if I had a better relationship with my parents in that moment in those moments then maybe I would have been able to do it for him but I I didn't but in order for me to change or to evolve I had to to go through those things and we all have to go through those things and it could be a breakup it could be losing a job it could be something as little as those things losing a job being broken up with and you know because you can always find somebody else you can always find another job but it's like some things like that happens to us to change us and I found it to be heartbreaking but also very uplifting in a way. Because I felt like finally I can, I can be 
all I am to myself. I can be everything to myself. I don't have to. I don't have to depend on anyone. And I think that's the problem. And I realize that I'm, I'm happy. I'm happier now. And in a sense where I, I don't need to rely on someone to get things done for myself. I can do it. And maybe that's where I become disconnected from people. Because I don't. Because I'm not reliant on someone doing something for me. Because if I do something for myself, and or if I want to do something for myself and I don't come through with it, I won't be upset with someone else. I can only be upset with myself. I can only be mad at myself. And that's why I don't really ask for help most of the times. Mainly because sometimes I'm afraid of what people will say or what they will think when I ask because I don't want to be put down or let down. But I realize that that's one of the reasons why because I'm so reliant on myself. I don't, I don't think someone's going to do something for me. I get it done for myself. I, just, I also remember my, I don't remember when or what my grandmother was talking about, but I just remember hearing her say, I'd rather break my own things because I can forgive myself easily. And I've always thought that was funny that she said that. And, you know, to bring up my grandmother, she's, you know, very, a very independent person. And... I admire that so much that she lived alone and she enjoyed being alone and she wasn't looking to be with someone and that solidified this feeling in myself saying, why wouldn't she want that? Why wouldn't she want to share a life with someone? But then I was remembering that she she's done that before and it wasn't for her. And I wondered, you know, is it for me? Is that something for me? The next, I was able to write this next book right around the end of editing, you know, this, the first book. And it just ended up being a continuum of what, you know, the second part of the first book was. And made it so much easier for me to write it because I was in the process of going through this breakup but then also still learning and watching things and reading about things and on what it means to be at a higher place and that really helped me a lot and at first, I didn't want to, you know, release the book. I wanted it to be private because I believed that it was very... I felt like it, there was, you know, it's kind of bitter, you know, it's kind of a little desperate and a little, you know, kind of more mortifying to, to read and say, like, oh, you know. But, and then I saw it as being something being very honest and 
was good for me. And I think once it was done, once it was completed, and I printed it out and everything, and I saw the cover, and I, I fell in love with it. And I realized that this was, this is what I needed. I needed to tell everyone my story. My story of what happened to me when he left. And how did I get to where I am now, now that he's gone? And I just wanted to be honest. I wanted everyone to know that I, and not even everyone to know, I wanted everyone who probably went through the same thing that I went through. I wanted them to know that I hear you and I'm there with you. And this is what I did to get to where I am now. And if you need to get to a place that is far away from this bullshit, I have it all in this book. I wrote it down just for that reason, just for that person to to get away. I would like to read a couple of poems that you know brought it all together for me. And hopefully this would motivate whoever who's ever whom's ever listening to move past this tumultual event that's happening or that, that already happened. I want to read these poems for you so you can move on just as beautifully and unapologetically as I did. And sometimes we as individuals, me and you, we have to speak our truth. Whether it's wrong, whether it's right, speak what you saw, speak what you heard, speak what you felt. Because that will release you from this whole thing. I loved you even when love hurt me. As if a thousand years had passed and the generation of my skin has thickened. I loved you like no one ever did before. And this is something that will always be unknown to you because we never made it a year. So you can take what you like with you, with all your new lovers forgetting me like an unstimulating event. How does that feel? What I could say about myself is that I'm better than I've been before. I've got my wings now. This is my way of saying I'll be okay. But in personal terms, I'll ask you to not dismantle this place, this space for you and me. And at the same time, I no longer want to be the captain of your soul. I loved you even when love didn't love me. I gave you what I didn't have, and for that, you're welcome.
deserve it. The art of letting go means that you are surrendering to life and control. You are accepting the fact that some things are out of your hands and you cannot change the cause. You understand that your intention is gold and it is something to hold on to. You are allowing yourself to be vulnerable to the world, to everyone and to yourself. You are considering that there could be pain. You're accepting its arrival and it will be greeted with wide arms and you are open to whatever course that comes your way. You might have fear and question the universe. What is it up to? But you trust it. Even when you feel like your situation is confusing, though you are hurting, you believe that you'll be okay. The healing process. I can see your smile form from miles away. It's a feeling that continued to make my skin crawl. And when I closed my eyes, I could see you grinning from ear to ear, showing me your teeth like the demon you fear to be. But there you are, living as if nothing passed through you. I no longer live in your consciousness. that I was, you know, I, everything I wanted to get and receive from him, not just him actually, from anyone, from anyone to just love me in that romantic way, I was able to give that to him. Everything I was giving to him, I could have just gave it to myself. The intention, the love, the, you know, the confidence, all that stuff. I could have just gave it to myself, and I didn't have to, you know. I didn't have to struggle for a long time, but, you know, it didn't come that easy to me. I don't think it comes easy to most of us. And what I'm thankful for now what I'm grateful for now is that I'm, I'm there and I don't have to blame anybody anymore about anything because now I have that control. see how you're doing. Um, I've been a little, I've been really fucking busy in the last week, but um, I'm so down tomorrow a little. Well, except for the call center, but fuck that shit. <laughs> um, I still want to talk about your two paragraphs in your new book that you um, published. And I kind of want to know how you're doing. 
All right. I love you. I miss you. Bye.